I don't usually talk about current events on the show for a lot of reasons, mostly because I feel like a lot of you who tune in are looking for entertainment or information, and I kind of always wanted this show to be an escape from the outside world. But there's a lot going on out there, and there's a lot of fear, and I'm seeing it in my timelines, I'm seeing it in my friends, and when I talk to my family. And so today, I would like to talk to you about how we can all live through these times and do our best not to have fear and panic on today's episode of Project Shadow. everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And if you're wondering where the discussion of Star Trek Picard episode eight is, it, it's tomorrow. I, I pushed it off till tomorrow because I really felt like this was something that we should talk about today. And normally I do my intro and then I ask you all to help me out. But today I really want this to be about you. Because we're going to get through this. Maybe not all of us, but we're going to get through this. And the reason I decided to do this episode is I got sent a clip of an Instagram post by Lupe Fiasco, who said what I think all of us need to be not only hearing but saying right now. It was what I wish was coming out of the mouths of our governors and president and leaders, because it's what we need right now. And I wanted to do my part to share that with you. So Lupe Fiasco is not (laughs) someone that I listen to. I'm not a fan, but I'm so glad that I got to hear this because it's like a healing salve on my soul. And I'm hoping that it will do the same for you. So without further ado, let me play for you the clip of Lupe talking about coronavirus. Also, just want to let you all know, um, in the midst of all of this that's going on, um, just remember that the coronavirus is you, right? And what I mean when I say that is, is that it doesn't make you panic. It doesn't drive you crazy. It doesn't push you to do extreme things. It makes you sick, right? But it shouldn't drive you to panic. It shouldn't drive you to overreact. It shouldn't drive you to racism. It shouldn't drive you to bullying. It shouldn't uh, drive you to profiteering and price gouging and all of the things that you see, um, that's human nature, right? That's the nature of humanity coming out. That is the disease in us as human beings that never goes away. 
that is our greed and our uh, selfishness um, and us kind of overreacting. Um, don't allow that to happen, right? As this thing grows and gets a little more out of hand, uh, remember that Corona is what you make it. If you make it a crazy, panic-driven, fear-filled uh, uh, thing, then that is what it will be. The disease isn't just the disease itself. It's also the reaction to the disease. And in some cases, for most of us, what we will be experiencing is the reaction to the disease, right? So make sure that you are disciplined, um, that you're being sensible, that you're being consist consistent. Um, make sure that you're being vigilant, um, but don't go crazy, right? Don't start to panic. Um, don't start to over-exaggerate things. Don't get caught up in myths and rumors and um, things of that nature. Um, it's not necessary. Um, don't don't let this stress you out, right? To the point where you start uh, doing crazy things, right? Um, it's something that you know is happening. It's going to continue to happen. Embrace that, um, but also be prepared. Um, and part of that preparation is mental. And that's the one thing you can do right now, mentally prepare to walk and face this thing, uh, not in a panic um, and not full of fear and craziness, right? Um, be disciplined um, and be good and look out for each other, right? At this point, for, for those who have, uh, make sure you're looking out for those who have not, um, et cetera, you know? So that's a message from me to you as this thing kind of blossoms and grows. Just want to send that shout out to my fans. And I wanted to make sure that it went out to people like me who may not be a fan. I mean, I, I, I don't follow his Instagram account. So, you know, the fact that this got shared so that I could see it, it really, it, it is in a lot of ways what we all need to be saying. Because a lot of the problem that I'm seeing at least in my own community, and I can't speak for others, is that the fear is creeping in. The fear is taking over. And when we are afraid, we often seek someone to blame. We see this in the president constantly saying the Chinese coronavirus, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan virus. And he and those like him keep saying it that way. It doesn't really matter where this came from. The Spanish flu killed people that weren't in Spain. And there's no reason to blame Spain for the Spanish flu. There's no reason to blame China for this. And I, I don't want to argue about that. Diseases come and they go. They pop up and they go away. This is something that has always happened since long before our species walked this earth and will continue to happen long after we're gone. What's important for us is that we keep a level head and that we don't give in to fear. We don't give in to panic. The majority, the vast majority of people who get this illness will recover. And that's cold comfort to anyone who loses a loved one 
or who has a severe case, or who might themselves lose their lives. But it's important to remember, to remind ourselves that the majority of us will be fine. And to look out for those at greatest risk that might not make it if they catch this. The neighbor that it might be better if maybe we got their groceries for them so that they didn't have to risk being out in public. The little things, the kindnesses, because fear tears us apart. Fear makes everything worse. And we can overcome our fear. We can overcome that panic through our own acts of kindness and bravery. Now, I, I'm not advocating doing anything stupid. If you're in lockdown, be in lockdown. If things are shut down, be shut down. And don't be stupid. We, that, that's the kind of the main message here. We have to be smart. But at the same time, we can't give in to the demons of our lesser nature. You know, before I went to record this, I was on Twitter and a gentleman that I follow on there remarked about how he was just shouted at by someone blaming him in particular for the coronavirus because he's Asian. We can't tolerate that in our society. Like, if anything else, 2019 and 2020 have been so clarifying about the things that we as a society and as a people need to change about ourselves, how much we need to embrace compassion and care and community in ways that we haven't in a very long time, and maybe not even ever. We need to look out for one another. We need to care. We need to hope. We need to pressure those in power to do the right things. We have power in a democracy. We have power in a republic. We have power, and we need to exercise it. We need to speak up. We need to be heard. We need to be calm. Because panic serves no one. It serves nothing. And it doesn't make anything better. And as somebody who's struggled with anxiety and panic, their vast majority of their lives, there are things that we can do. And that's what I want to talk about with you today. Now, I want to preface everything that I'm about to say with, I am not a psychiatrist. I am not a psychotherapist. I am not a psychologist. This is not medical advice. I am not giving medical advice, and I do not intend this to be medical advice. I am speaking from my own experience about how I have dealt with crippling fear and anxiety over the years. And one of the things that I've learned is that fear, and this, <laughs> this is me showing my age, and I hope uh, that the younger people in the audience can get this reference, fear is a skipping record. It gets to a point 
where there's a scratch in the record and it just repeats over and 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 over again. And it can't get past itself. Fear is a blockage. It's not a thing in and of itself. Fear is a paralysis. It is a pain that enters our minds and makes us relive possible futures over and over and over again, always going to the darkest place possible. It's like mining for darkness. The more we think about what could happen, what bad thing could happen, what horrible thing could happen, the more we uncover, oh wait, but that, oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, and that horrible thing could happen. And all it does is freeze us up. It keeps us from moving. It keeps us from doing anything that would be beneficial for ourselves or for others. And we can't get lost in it. It is a dark forest with no marked path. So it's better if we can keep from entering the forest so we don't get lost. But remember, you can always see the moon and you can always see the lights on the outside of the forest. Sometimes they're hard to see and you've got to look through the leaves, but they're there. We can find our way out. And, you know, with my friends and family, this is often when, especially my husband and I, kind of just recite the Bene Gesserit prayer from Dune, right? Or the short version of it. I will behold and know my fear. I will let it pass through me. And when it is gone, I will watch the path in which it is moved, and lo, only I will remain. One of the parts that I skipped there is fear is the little death that brings about total obliteration. Because fear freezes us. You know what the opposite of fear is? Love. Compassion. See, people think love and hate are opposites of each other, and they're not. They're actually twins. They're evil twins of each other. It's the same amount of obsession and concern it's just whether it's pushed in a light or a dark path. The opposite of love is fear. It's fear of the unknown, fear of, the di- of difference, fear of the stranger. That's the real opposite of love. It's that fear that pushes you away or that keeps you from acting. It keeps you from doing the things that you know you need to do. And that's how you face fear. That's how you get through fear. Whether that's through love of self and just realizing I'm going to get on with my own life as best as I can, given the circumstances that I'm in, or if that's just holding on to a loved one. For goodness sakes, if all else fails, get yourself a pillow or a stuffed animal. Hold on to something, a pet, a friend, a loved one a family member, and realize that that love is the most real thing in the universe. It's what builds community. It's what builds society. It's what moves mountains. As long as we stay together, as long as we help each other out, as long as we work and push for a better tomorrow, then we'll find that better tomorrow. We might not all make it there, 
but at least we did something to make it better while we could. For some of you, that probably sounds sappy. Oh, it's, it's not really that easy. I hear that all the time. It's not really that easy. Compassion, love, those are ideas. Those are emotions. And that's where you, I have to correct people. Yeah, we can feel love. Yeah, we can feel compassion. But compassion is an action. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. Compassion is, as the Charter for Compassion says, charterforcompassion.org, to unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's it. It's that simple. Or maybe you want it the other way around. Don't do to others as you would not have them do unto you. Either way, that's what compassion is. Compassion is the act, not just the feeling. And action is, this is going to be sound so stupid, action's the opposite of inaction. Fear wants to freeze us. Fear wants to keep us from acting. Compassion is acting. Compassion is an action. And even if that's just being on social media and telling people, it's going to be all right, I'm here for you. Go ahead and talk. I'll listen. And show that you care. Even if it's something just that simple. It's important because it helps to allay our fears and hopefully will allay others. And that's how we get through this. You see, compassion and mindfulness are the two superpowers that we as human beings have that can do anything. They can move mountains. Mindfulness is being in the present moment, you know, not doing what fear wants us to do and lurk in those possible dark futures that might come our way or getting mired in the past and, oh, what could have been. No. Stay in the now. Breathe. But not too deeply, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Breathe and treat other people well. That is the secret of life. That is, if there's only one thing you ever get from this podcast, that's it. And it can be whatever it is that you do to show compassion, to show your love to the world. Maybe it's doing a new painting, maybe it's writing a poem or a short story or a novel. Maybe it's cooking dinner for a friend. Maybe it's just cooking dinner for your family. Maybe it's just sitting around and singing songs that make you smile, telling jokes, playing board games. It can be simple. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be hard. You see, when big monumental challenges like this face us, we think that our response has to be big and monumental. The government's response has to be big and monumental. They need to be testing. They need to be treating. They need to be doing all of the logistics. We need to be doing the common sense, rational, important things that we can do to get through this. Washing our hands, not touching our face, but not giving in to fear and hatred. Bringing that compassion totally and thoroughly and into our lives so that it affects others. We may not be able to touch others right now with our hands because, you know, that's a good way to get sick, but we can still touch people with our words, with our ideas, with our sentiments. We can build a better world out of the one that we have now. 
And this is the perfect time to do it. When things are shaken up like this, now is the best time to apply that healing balm of compassion and mindfulness. It, I used to be so afraid that I would just sit in my bed and rock back and forth while I was mired in that deep depression. This is what helped get me out. And hopefully it'll help you get up and do something positive in your life and in somebody else's. Normally, this is the part of the show where I tell you all the different ways that you can help me. I, I don't want it to be like that. That's not what this show is. That's not what this episode is. But I will say, if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like me to discuss on the show, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short. Keep it clean. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on social media. I'm C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. I really do mean this. We can not only get through this as a society, as a culture, and even as individuals, but we can use this as an opportunity to make things better. I love you all for listening. You all mean the world to me. Stay safe. Stay well. And especially in these dark times, when the news is constantly barraging us with things to be afraid of, to worry about. Now more than ever, whatever you do, don't forget to have the fun. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk about Star Trek, and we'll go back to regularly scheduled program. I love you all.